0: That follows the show fairly closely.
1: It's also a state thing.
0: Yeah, it's a play on the fact that the city of Charlottesville is being held by the Short and Curlies by Richmond. <laughs> Wouldn't you say that's what that is?
1: Well, it's the whole, all the localities. Yeah. are held by the.
0: <laughs> what did we say? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a cute little Good Wednesday morning, guys. My name is Jerry Miller and welcome to Real Talk with Keith Smith, the show I get to do Monday, Wednesday and Friday with friends and brothers and sisters from different mothers. Today's show undoubtedly epitomizes that. Scotty Moe is in the House of Ross Mortgage. If you need a guy to get you to the closing table, finance deals, we're talking investment properties, we're talking refis. We're fo- we're talking about just financing the home of your dreams, the first-time home that you may purchase scott morse and ross mortgage the dude moves mountains another guy who moves mountains is the distinguished gentleman he still looks sun-kissed and bronze from his couple weeks in the caribbean he is uh, back here in Charlottesville, and it is 65 degrees rainy, and there's not an ounce of sunshine in sight. But I'm sure he's not nostalgic <laughs> of St. Martin, but he's still rocking his tan. He holds it very well. Judah Witkower, as always, keeping us um, on air and looking sharp and looking fresh. Thank you, J-Dubs. Studio camera, and then let's welcome the boys to the show. My friends, Kipasa, how are you? Good, good. Go.
2: I'm not complaining about the, the rain. Me either, dude. Uh, I'm telling you, like, my grass, like, it, uh, we were going uh, 1940s dust bowl. Like, I'm looking out uh, across it, and literally, like, it's like reverse rain. Like, I could see dust floating up from the ground. It was, we, we needed it. We needed it bad. So,
0: the farmat, when you go farmat or farms, the sprinkler systems are difficult because of the size of the land. Is that fair?
2: yeah um i don't know that i'm gonna like uh install a sprinkler system like i mean I like my grass I put a lot of work into it but uh I do have uh multiple uh waterheads throughout the property like at the barns and uh at the shop and stuff like that so that that exists there's there is there's water pushed out throughout the property but uh Sprinkler systems probably a little too fancy for an old redneck like, red like me.
1: <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew you that Talk coming. to one that goes like this. Yeah, well, no, yeah, no. I get one of those. I like, doubles <laughs> and as, you uh, jump through them and Yeah, the yeah. The trick with, about yeah, yeah. Jumping yeah. through is to make sure you don't land on them because it cuts <laughs> your feet. Actually, we were talking, Yvonne, <laughs> uh, Ivan, <love> <laughs> if you don't mind tagging Yvonne. <laughs> okay. But Yvonne and I were talking about you yesterday. We haven't talked about chickens in a long time. And so she calls me up yesterday, because you know, everybody knows Scott Morris helped Yvonne and Houston, my, my daughter and son-in-law, make some magic happen in Richmond. Uh, you know, I don't think I publicly thanked you for that. So thank well, you. thank
2: you, thank you. Uh, well,
1: we know it was difficult. We put a square peg in a round hole, and thank you very much for making that happen. But I got a phone call yesterday going, hold it, I can't have chickens in my house now, because she read something. In your house? You know, in the yard. Okay. In the backyard. Okay. Okay. In the backyard. Okay. Right. Richmond doesn't allow chickens. I said, ah, let, let me look into that. So it turns out that they do. They allow chickens in 2020. They said you can have chickens. Oh, really? So rules and regulations.
2: Regular? Probably no rest. Uh, probably no roosters. Um, that's typically like a pretty. Uh,
1: that's the boy chickens, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
2: that's <laughs> like the big rule. No, I don't know. They're, they're not, know they're not giving, they're giving you any brooklies. eggs. They just throw you know. Your all I think I know a. about a. chickens
1: is they make really good chicken cutlet parmesan.
0: That's oh, really all God. I know. <laughs> uh, former Congressman Denver Riggleman watching the broadcast. Hey Denver, you today? We love Love you. I will return the text. I sincerely promise. Um, all right, a lot we want to cover. Election is over. Who wants to start? Um, why don't we go, to distinguished gentlemen, and then to Scotty Moe here. Anywhere you want to go.
1: Well, I think we'll start with the city because you know we're starting from the center and working our working our way out. And you know, I think at, at the end of the day, it really wasn't that much of a surprise. Um, you know, I, I did some quick math on it. Uh, uh, Natalie got, of the total votes cast, so, you know, we don't know exactly the number of voters, but the total votes cast, uh, she came in with 26%. Bob Fenwick came in with 10%. Uh, Payne was 25 Snook was 23 So uh, Natalie took the first spot at 26 Number two was Payne. Number three is Snook. Um, actually, Yonah on the way in call me said, so who do you think is going to be mayor? Uh, Next year, you know, January 1, who's going to get in? And I think if I was a bet man, I think they'd probably stick with Lloyd. That kind of makes Ooh, sense. I don't know. But personally, um, I'd love to see Juan Diego. I love him. He's a brother from another mother. Uh, I love him dearly. I think Juan Diego would make a really good, good mayor. But I just don't know if his work life will allow him to eat that up.
0: Who's so. the last um, back-to-back mayor? In the city of charlottesville who can answer yeah. that question yeah, that vanessa parkhill neil williamson that, um bill mcchesney know. anyone help us on that who is the last back-to-back two-term consecutive mayor in charlottesville city history i literally do not know that answer i'm curious i would not be surprised if it was a pinkston or wade either now here's the thing pinkston day job grinding That's uva project manager yeah. juan diego wade Day job yeah. grinding. Natalie Osherin probably has the most difficult work schedule of any I of would, the five counselors. Agree, she that. has to drive to Pippin Hill, yeah. which is not a hop, skip, and a jump away. We're talking North Garden, yeah, and she's she working every weekend.
2: Doctor Hose, like if she's not having it at the Vineyard, so I mean win win for
0: her. She's could eat the fat and sassy at Doctor Hose, who does not love that. Have you had it?
2: I, it's like my favorite place that I never get to go to.
0: Yeah, there you. Go. Well, you live on the other side. Yeah, right? The world.
2: Yeah. 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 How
0: long oh, would world? it take from Culpeper to North
2: Garden? Um, is that it's an hour straight? Twenty nine probably. An hour and
1: yeah, but you got the corporate jet. Why don't you just fly in and go yeah, ahead and yeah,
2: get yeah. um, Mr. Uh, Ross? Let you use the corporate jet? I'm more likely to be like it's the, about this big, it's a
1: Legos thing, and you got to turn it. I'm more the
2: thing. likely to be the guy who like builds the helicopter in his yard and like crashes oh, yeah, it into North Garden, yeah, yeah, like yeah, trying to get some yeah. pizza. Yeah. There's uh, a lot of truth
1: in that. Story. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of truth. On Look, so you know, I think from, from a housing perspective right i think we're on track i I, I may be wrong but i'm pretty sure here in the next couple of months the zoning rewrite is going to probably happen and then uh we found out on friday we were talking to lloyd and um and uh bob fenwick it seems like they're going to take a ratchet approach in it and the city council controls the ratchet which then uh natalie will be part of that process next year so i i think You know, it's not too much of a surprise. I mean, if it it went Fenwick, Natalie, and Cooper, um, then we'd be probably having a different conversation.
0: Oh, a completely different conversation. Here's the surprise of the city council vote, okay? Here's the surprise, ladies and gentlemen. The surprise was Natalie Asherin had the most votes. Oh, yeah? If there's a surprise, it's Natalie garnered the most votes of everyone.
1: 4,943.
0: We're talking the incumbents, Michael Payton and Lloyd Snook. She beat them from a vote count standpoint. I don't think anyone is surprised that Natalie won a spot. Her number one challenger, we thought, was Bob Fenwick. The voters disagreed. Very much so. I think one thing that we should certainly highlight with this election is the neighborhood associations in the city of Charlottesville. They did not. They did not utilize their communication channels and their organizational methods to rally around bob fenwick who literally ran on a platform of slowing up zoning. so now the neighborhood associations get what's coming to them in the city of charlottesville
1: but i just a shout out to natalie because i, I haven't had the opportunity to speak to her personally but i was at the event that neil and sean did at the hillsdale center and uh, very well prepared, had her notes, spoke well, um, I think she mentioned she doesn't like public speaking, but she's really good at it it's fantastic uh, at it um, and very well oiled uh, political machine. so uh, I agree with you I, I, I would have kind of seen snook and thinking Snook and Payne would have been pretty close, one and two, and then Natalie on three. So you know the question is is, what does that tell you right? Um, Percentage-wise, it's not that far off. It's 25 to 26, right? Mike's at 25, uh, and Natalie's at 26%, and Nook's at 23% of the total total votes. Uh, I think, you know, beginning of January, how that dynamic, who was I talking to on the way in? Um, um, I was talking to, uh, probably doesn't want me to mention his name, so I'll leave it alone for the moment. Um, you know, this is a really great city council for Natalie to get on for her First experience, right? You know, you've pretty much got a bunch of pros there up at the table, and she's going to be able to contribute and add to the process and add to the discussion pretty quickly. I think, let's say, the previous city council oh. would have been very difficult for her to get anything accomplished. To throw
0: a, a newbie into the previous city council, we're talking the Nakia Walker era, would have yeah. been. Like throwing a high school baseball player into the major leagues. Yeah, yeah.
1: So I, I, I think you know, one hundred percent agree with that. I think, I think Lloyd and and Michael and Juan Diego and and Brian are going to take their under their wings and help her along because you know this is. This is the first time she's ever done this, so yeah. she's going to need a little little coaching and a little mentoring through it. So, John Blair, welcome we to see. the
0: show. The Fo- show uh, is lighting up. If you have questions, put them in the feed. Bruno Moon says, was it Dave Norris, the last back-to-back mayor? No. In fact, Neil Williamson just shared a link of previous mayors in Charlottesville. And we got to get some sizzle reel content here for Scotty Moe. So I'm about to ask you in a matter of moments what's on your mind with all this so you can percolate some ideas. I'm giving you some time here. This is a broadcaster's trick to make everyone look like a superstar on set. Um, the last back to back, I do. Hey, yeah. hey, it's I'm all. You're always hitting grand slams. I'm
2: serious. Don't worry. I'm sitting here sweating this Fed speak right now and watching the market tank for as far as rates go. j Powell so is literally on television in our
0: studio quiet right quiet now. Like we should
1: minutes, shut, so that off. That.
0: Um, <laughs> shut that I, Neil Williamson shared a link with Charlottesville mayors. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm literally and Neil, if you, if I'm reading this wrong, jump in here. There has not been. I don't think there has been a back-to-back mayor in Charlottesville, Virginia history. I want, ladies and gentlemen, do you you hear that? There has not been a back-to-back mayor, literally, in Charlottesville, Virginia history. Jim Hingley, if you're watching the program, John Blair, you guys are Charlottesville politicos and historians, Neil Williamson, jump in here. I am not seeing a back-to-back mayor in the history of our fair and fine city. That's a hell of a trivia question a hell of a trivia. Judah, I will DM you this link. If you can peruse this, analyzing these links live on air is a challenging endeavor. I'm talking about back-to-back.
1: And then the follow-up
0: question. Back-to-back. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like. Four
1: years. Yeah. So there's a two-year election. I just can't remember where Lloyd and, and Juan Diego are. Are they in the, in the, the end of their first year end of their second year? Um, that I can't remember. I believe second.
0: Second at the end of this year. That's
1: why I'm thinking there's going. November will be very interesting. And and Natalie will have an opportunity to participate in that. She may throw a hat in the ring and want to be mayor. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, she's the
0: only female on there. That's for sure. Only female on there. Scotty Moe, J-Dubs, Mark This Time. Scott Morris, Ross Mortgage. Oh, let's let out. We're good. We're good. We're good. Uh, If you could let Mr. Robin, he's got something for us. That helps us pay the bills, which that's why we're opening the door. Um, (laughs) Scott Morris, um, the show is on you for anything you want to talk
2: about, my friend. So if you're somebody out there uh, who is focused on purchasing a home, one of the main things that you need to take right now is getting in and building some equity is the biggest priority. Um, the ability to start the process is greater than burning money and rent. Uh, and no matter what the rate is today, you're going to be able to refinance in the future. That is something that's going to happen. Um, we're watching this Fed speak today, um, and the, the messaging has gone from pause to skip to meeting by meeting we'll assess, but we don't think we've done enough to address inflation. I personally don't believe that the Fed has two rate hikes in them. I think there's one that's coming, and I think from that point on we're going to see some pr- long-term improvement. Uh, that's, that's my take. Uh, if you're somebody out there who's a real estate professional, you're going to see a lot more video content from me. You're going to see a lot more uh, text. You're going to see a lot more emails you're receiving. Um, it's going to be a lot more who can we help, how can we help them, and show show you what's going to put everybody in the best position to succeed. Um, that was fantastic. Fantastic sizzle reel. I saw a, a, a Scotty Moe,
0: a miniature Scotty Moe in a reel
2: yesterday. Not just a miniature Scotty Moe in real life, but a miniature Scotty Moe. <laughs> In the real. I That's saw right. Miniature
0: Scotty Mo really making things approachable and digestible. I was impressed. I think Tova Payne may have had something to do
2: with that real content and the creation over there. Did she help with that? Uh, she, uh, well, a little bit. Cecily uh, Williamson does uh, the bulk so of the content. Some of the content? Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. they did yeah, a yeah. great like, job. You're Like, uh, like I, I'll shoot it and... Uh, uh, I saw you eating Popeye's chicken. Tova Tova critiques the, uh, the. Let's talk about something a little spicy. She's, you know. So
0: we'll, what did it, Tova say to you about eating Popeye's chicken? Uh, on the, uh, there was a lot of eye rolls
2: involved.
0: <laughs> no, Tova, I hope
2: you're watching
0: right now. Um, I thought it was awesome. I thought it was legitimately awesome. I have to correct myself. I'm literally trying to read this live on air. There has been back-to-back mayors um, in Charlottesville, Virginia history, and according to this link, Nakia Walker had two terms two two-year terms back-to-back so i stand corrected i am correcting myself Nakia what year, Walker. what years were those she was january 2nd 2018 to january 5th 2022 and i legitimately saw her on the public access channel politicking for the second term heather hill wanted it yeah. and then nikaya said nah this is mine and yeah. she got it so she got back-to-back mayor um, so I'm correcting myself right there. Make sure you mark that sizzle reel content for Scotty Moe. It's damn good. The yep. most, arguably the most infamous guy in America right now. Who's the most infamous man in America besides Jay Powell? Seriously. I mean, uh, is it Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving? Is Jerome Powell in the same sentence as Kevin Durant um, and Kyrie Irving?
2: I mean, I, I'm not going to get into You're not throwing shade to the Fed chair? Well, no, 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 no. I'll throw a little. Well, uh, you know, Powell. <laughs>
1: but 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 who most of them are does anybody remember the name greenspan yeah. right so feds fed, I mean, maybe i'm dating myself a little bit but feds are chairmen of closely watched for this very reason that we're having this conversation you know you think about it it's kind of a scary little thought that yeah. that, that this one person or this organization has that mu- wields that much Influence or how a, I mean, a dozen
2: people can put us in a recession. Well, and, and that's what it you is. You know, at yeah. the same time, you also have to, you know, you, you, they're they're scorned, but people, you know, look at uh, Vlocker as a hero. And he, you know, Volker. Volcker, yeah, yeah Volker. Put not it in real time, real time. They did not, not
1: no, in real time. Yeah, I'm no, sure no, they did no, not, no, no, yeah. no. but I remember those days, yeah. yeah.
0: No, no, and real time, I think you were given <laughs> the old, you know, what,
1: yeah. And Greenspan had the same thing, so everybody kind of has their own stuff. This is our new reality at the moment. And and what we're watching, but you and I talked yesterday. Are you still feeling strong that at the end of the year we're gonna drive? Uh, yes,
2: bit? I the, uh, I still feel. That fourth quarter and going into first quarter of next year, um, that's when the we, that's when the shift happens, and uh, I think that if they keep going, uh, there's a reason that they haven't. There's a reason that uh, commercial real estate is brought is brought up by the Fed chair, not Scott Morse. Yeah. There is a reason that uh, he talks about our fear for regional banks on um, yeah. with these increases. There's a reason that. Projections for the fourth quarter. So none of these things happen. It's like every, you know, in my opinion, we're there. We're starting to get there. We're in Europe. We're seeing some very sticky CPI. Um, We've got uh, jobless claims that are going to come in again higher next week, uh, higher so than than what we've been continuing. uh, We've seen in the past. Uh, We're going, dude. We're getting there. Um, We just ain't there yet. And. I stand behind everything. I think I'm strong in my predictions.
0: I like it. Um, how about the prediction on, maybe you've offered this, that's on the feed. How many more hikes this year?
2: I think they're, they're talking right. about potentially two. I think they got one in them.
0: There you go. There you go. Keith Smith. Yeah, you know,
1: it's interesting. Um, I was in Richmond yesterday uh, having a security
0: system put in Yvonne's house, in Houston's house over there. You're a fantastic father. Thank you. Thank you. I sincerely mean that. Thank you. And you've done gone above and beyond. Well, I uh, and I know you do this for all your clients. I would this I would do for any client. Well,
1: maybe not the security thing because I will have access to their house on that <laughs> app and all that stuff, which may be a really bad did idea you, on their part.
0: Did you use Nest or Ring? Uh,
1: no, no, it's a company. Oh, it, god, it's it, it, it. a company, and we said I don't want to give too many. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right.
0: Here's we, the passcode: six seven three. <laughs> <yeah, yeah, yeah. laughs> <laughs> My address is. <laughs> it's all over the internet. And it's anyway. all over the
1: internet. Yeah. I don't know. so, yeah. Who knows? You know, whatever. <laughs> uh, but it was interesting, so I was thinking of, of you because the guy or the person, I'm from Brooklyn, so it's always a guy, right? Doesn't yeah, matter I got a guy. A. Yeah, I got a guy, right? So the, guy, the guy's putting it in and da-da-da-da-da and we're going through the doors and the windows and yada, yada, yada. And he goes, man, I wish I could buy a house. I went, oh, ears perked up. And I said, well, let's talk. And he was like, oh, you know, I can't. The price is going up. I can't get this. His rent's going up. The same exact story we hear over and over and over again. And I said, so let's sit down. And literally, I made him sit down and had a conversation with him. And he's going to turn into a client That's awesome. in Richmond um, because after our conversation with him, which I'll, I'll, connect, I'll connect you with, the, with him, Scott, you know, his rent was going up 20%.
2: Well, I, I wish like, everyone who I, I had conversations with in summer of 2020 who were telling me that, no, this is things are just crazy right now.
1: Um, but nobody explained it to him the way we do it here on the show, the way you do it one-on-one. Nobody actually took the time, held his hand, and said, look, this is going to be okay. you got to get in the game, right? Got, even if it's a townhome that you don't love – I can tell you it's going to increase in value. You're going to build equity. You're going to, you know, you can potentially refi if, if the interest rates drop. But you've got to get in the game. If you're sitting here paying it, all you're doing is paying this dude's mortgage, right, or
2: whatever you're doing.
1: And anyway, so I was thinking of you. It was, it was even the security guy putting in the thing is talking about housing.
2: Yeah, you're worried about a seven percent interest rate when you're paying a hundred percent. Like I think maybe, maybe you've got hundred
0: percent that compounds every year at a ten percent clip.
2: Yeah, exactly. Literally. If yeah. If
1: you're lucky. Yeah. If you're lucky. <laughs> if you're lucky. If
0: your landlord's not a jerk. Well, if not you're a lucky. jerk. Capitalistic is a better word.
1: Yeah. Well, if your land, if your landlord is smart, like some at this table here.
2: Well, independent, small independent landlords you'll find you're more likely to have no rate increases with a a, a tenant that takes care of the property that keeps everything clean because they don't want you to go anywhere. They're happy. They want you there. You You know th- that's a symbiotic relationship that's good for everybody. Now, if no, you're it, somebody it, it, who isn't taking care of the property and you don't do, you know, and there's a do pay, pay your rent time, time. Don't pay your rent in time. Yeah. Those are the people where you're going to see increases because they don't care if they get rid of you because exactly. they want somebody in there who's going to do the first thing. 100%. So
1: I, I've got 100%. a half a dozen renters that we're having conversations with, trying to you know help educate them and their rents are going up because their landlords are like one-offs or two-offs, right? They only have one or two units. They've never put money aside for, oops, the HVA system just went out, and they're putting a $12,000 system, and they're putting
0: it back on the tenant. Well, how about this? In rent. Try getting an HVA system installed.
1: I've actually got,
0: I got a guy. Three weeks, I got a guy. Three weeks
1: You should be asking people on this side of the table.
0: Will your guy close down Market Street? bring a crane and lift it on top of a three-story 3, uh, three mixed-use building?
1: Uh, yeah, probably one, not. There's one? very
0: few that do that in this and town. And you're
1: probably talking to the same guy that I'm I,
0: I, I know the two firms that no, do it. They're yeah. three weeks out. Yeah. They literally have to close three parking spaces yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and get one of those big-ass yeah. cranes yeah. to put it on the roof. Drop a unit on the yeah, roof. Yeah, drop a unit on the roof. That's the problem. The HVAC units are around, but that's the problem.
1: Getting a crane really hard. Yeah.
2: And Most residential homeowners don't have that problem. So <laughs> when I was yeah, talking and about and I got a guy. <laughs> si-
1: just a little side <laughs> note. totally right. I, I used to let Scott messing around with the skid steer. Yeah, yeah. I kept, them be- o- I kept them away from the crane. In this
2: situation previously, Scott would say, hey, Scott, can you go pick up the crane? <laughs> I got a little thing I need you to take can, care of. Can you
0: tell the three of us enjoy each other's company on Real Talk with Keith Smith? These and then, guys. I,
2: then I'd call my buddy Tom, who I'm having lunch with today, and Tom and I would go get the crane. We'd get lost on the way there. We'd get lost on the way to the job. Um, so know. on
1: crane day, so every... Build has a green day on it. I would make sure they stayed home.. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the rest, that's, that's
0: hey guys, why don't you take off? I got it. Oh, this is so good. So Keith, throw this to you here. Um, state level. What surprised you at the state level, my friend? You got, yeah, two delegate races. Maybe we start with Squire and Lawfer. Squire and Lawford had some mudslinging, my friend.
1: They had some mudslinging, but I, the, the results are, are not surprising to, to me on it. Um,
0: I, I was a little bit surprised. That she dominated with that delta?
1: Yeah, that, that was, uh, I'm just I'm pulling up the numbers here real quick. I, I, I felt that that was a little on the strong side. Hold on a second. I mean, it
0: was not even close. I, I can call them up for you. Yeah, would you,
1: would you do that for yeah, me? Yeah, so
0: here are the numbers in HD... Uh, 55, Almar Luisa Fluvana, HD 55. Um, Lawfer had 8,118 votes, 69.6% of voter turnout. Kellen Squire, the emergency room nurse, 3,536 votes, 30% of the voter turnout. I saw something on Twitter, people, and, and it really put things in perspective. And Lawfer and Squire are a microcosm of this. People may remember, people remember the first mudslinging
2: first yeah. and not the truth statement second. And oh, it's unfortunate. That's, 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 the, that's the game, baby. That's the game. It's, once somebody's convinced of the lie, you'll never convince them of the truth.
0: There it is. Lawfer convinced the people of the lie, and Squire could never change the mindset toward the truth. That's exactly what it was. Lawford beat this I dude. I that's
1: called politics.
0: I think that's called politics. 70% to not, not 30%. Pretty, not pretty. This was utter domination here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you make of this? Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, the, the question is, 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 there
1: a, is there any, is this an open contest? Is this a shoe in Is there going to be anybody running against uh, Steve Harvey. That's right. That's right. I forgot about that.
0: That's announced right. here, and he's coming on the show tomorrow. Yeah. Is oh, he? look at that. Your boy, Jesse Rutherford.
1: Yeah calling. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to let
0: Jesse know we on a
1: show. Oh,
0: no. got hey, to do it hey live. Jesse.
1: <laughs> live on a show.
0: Hey, I'm good. I just want to let you know I got you on speakerphone <laughs> next to the microphone, and we are live on air right now. Right. So, Maybe, so the, Well, I guess uh, our,
2: our predictions were a little off. <laughs> our, our predictions <laughs> were, a were a little off. off. You <laughs> literally
0: <laughs> are live on air. I'm sitting across from the distinguished gentleman, Keith Smith. This is Jesse Rutherford, Nelson, Nelson County Board of Supervisor right here. How far off yeah, was yeah. he? Um, Keith Keith uh, wants to know how you are doing, Jesse.
1: I'm doing lovely. I'm just having a great morning watching the rain fall and nothing happened.
0: Okay, let's. Before I hang up with you, give us a hot take and a sizzle reel from last night's election, Jesse. This is literally live on air right now. Sizzle reel. So I think Virginia
1: just said we want a more stable situation. Uh, there was a lot of moderates who carried the day. There's yeah. a lot of uh, what you would probably consider further right and further left republicans and democrats lose across the state i think we're headed back to like a 2007 virginia where hey let's go with something more familiar i think that's what i just heard this election cycle. more down
0: the middle i think you're right yeah moderate i think he's yeah, totally more right down the uh mr rutherford i'll hit you up after the show and we'll get you back on the Great. program love you man Great. take care jesse rutherford, ble- rutherford ble- kind of at board least Supervisor. on real
1: talk with keith smith that's probably a first
0: uh, yeah on real talk it is we've done it many times on O yeah, that, yeah, that, that, yeah.
1: That, that's that's the first so the question is the fifty fourth
0: Ooh, right get, get, Scotty Mo needs to get in this um, yeah. Katrina Carlson Dave Norris Bellamy brown yeah. and and it's important to emphasize the folks that are running here I mean, they're personal a lot of these friends. people are friends. Yeah, yeah. Like, Bellamy and Dave are legitimately friends. I've had cold beers with Bellamy, cold beers with Dave, yeah. multiple times, legitimately. Coulson, but, not cold beers with Coulson.
1: But the question I've got, and so let's take the, the who out of it, right, for the moment. This mm-hmm. is just a math thing, and I'll let Scott get in it because this is what's been running. You know, love Dave to death. Uh, Bellamy's a fellow Marine, love him to death. You know, we, these are just wonderful, wonderful people. But I'm wondering if it was only two people in the race, uh, would have would have turned out differently.
0: I I got a take on that. Dave Norris is watching the program. Yeah, hey, uh, we love you, Dave Norris. Love here, Dave. Scotty Mo, anywhere you want to the, go? On I
1: sent this. the Facebook posts out to both of them. So
2: I'm going to stay largely out of that uh, the, the the politics talk. I will say this, uh, just and this is more indicative of kind of what the our region is like uh, so a friend of mine uh, was was contacted about running for uh, a state delegate office and uh, the other day being uh, the final day to, uh, to register for this thing um, and it was the 20th right yeah yeah and they were so excited to have the conversation with somebody who might possibly do it and he's like you know I probably qualified for this, but you pushing me to do this so eagerly tells me you don't have anybody else in this area. And on It's like your friend that, does deals. Probably. Why would I do this? So I'm going to add
1: a little bit to that. So We'll leave the politics out of it, the who out of it, but I get asked all the time to run again. I ran for a board of supervisors in our, your home county, and I lost... So, you know, I sent a little Facebook post to uh Dave and and Bellamy, you know, uh hang in there, stay in stay in the game, stay in the arena cuz It it, it matters, their voices matter, it matters tremendously, and it makes a difference. But I get asked all the time, and usually when I get into these conversations and somebody's asking me, I know that person who's asking me could run just as well as I can, and it always ends up to hold a time out. So let me hear this straight. You're telling me your time is worth more than my time. So you want me to carve out all this time to go ahead and do this, but you're not willing to do it. So it's a hard ask, uh, you know I, I'm the only guy sitting here that has ran for office and law, so I know what these guys feel feel like, but Dave, Bellamy, stay in the game, stay involved. I know they will because uh, their voices voices matter.
0: I'm I'll, I'll lo- take it a step further. Go ahead. Um, Almara County Board of Supervisors, Scottsville District. Yours truly. John Lowry watches this program. Chairman Almara County GOP. Comes to me, handpicks me, says, I will not run a Republican candidate in the Scottsville district. I totally find with you running as an independent. We will put the weight of the GOP behind your campaign, either vocally and visibly or behind the scenes. We will tell all the heavy hitters, kingmakers, and rainmakers and donors to support you and nobody else. Just go ahead and do this. Legitimately, that's what was promised. There's no candidate running against Mike Pruitt in the Scottsville district. Legitimately was going to do this. Had the approval of my wife, literally. And then our second son, Zachary, born. Young man has not slept a single night in seven months. Legitimately not slept through the night in seven months. What we thought was going to be a second child and a sleeping track record of our first one, who slept out. perfectly well yeah. turned out to be you you take some I, I
2: yeah. twins slept from uh, eight weeks forward um, and Colton was in my bed last night at three yeah, yeah almost three.
0: so uh, you don't sleep especially when you're a stay-at-home mom that's tough yeah and we'll leave it at that
2: um, the other thing I'll say um, is so we got uh, th- Drone Powell speaking, we got uh, some data coming out uh, flashing across RV sales falling on their face. Wow, the disposable income across the United States that I said is gone and credit card debt is rising. That is a fact. Uh, FedEx shares fall on revenue disappointment. Well, the first thing that you see in a declining economy is FedEx leading the way with what's going on and what's being moved back and forth. I'm telling you, I keep, I'm going to hammer this home. we the things that they are hoping that are happening are happening, and that's why they don't have it in them for two raises. That's why the, 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 the skip has gone to we're going to be d- taking things meeting by meeting, but we're very far from our inflation target. They're saying the right things to try to keep certain things in check, but at the same time, the, the medicine is taking effect. Chop that into
0: scissor real content right there. That was damn good. Keith, thoughts? Matthew Schultz. Hello. So I want, I want to go back to what Schultz giving you props.
1: What you said at then end, a little bit on, on what Scott was saying. I've said more than once. What up, on, Maddie Schultz? On this show, one of the hardest things in the world is to run for office and to be an elected official. It takes a ton of toll on your family. And so, the, those who do it, my hat's off to them. I know it just from a real personal personal level. Back on to what, what Scott was saying. Um, it's interesting. I think Powell and everybody over there is a little bit befuddled that whatever they're doing with the thumb on the scale isn't really having the impact on housing it wants to. And I think that's what they're struggling I with. I don't think they're
2: befuddled. I, I, think, think they're befo- yeah. I think everybody knows, okay, we got a bunch of people who are trapped in 3% mortgages who can't afford to then move at 7 move at 5 I think that's, um yeah. without making a lateral move. We've got uh, a string of uh, we got student loan debt that's coming back into play. We got uh, uh, def- deferred mortgages mm. that are now turning into real life foreclosures in certain areas. And for somebody amounts, who has though. gotten in or on the verge of getting in trouble, if you if you're starting to oh, see yeah. the writing on the wall. Let's talk about how to solve that cash flow problem by using the equity that you have in the house while you're still making payments on time. Once you start once you start not paying is when that's when that's when the problem is harder to solve.
1: State of Virginia, thirty one days, man. If you missed, you're in thirty one days, you've just lost control. Um and that's when thirty one
0: days if the mortgage is due on the first, if you don't pay it within thirty one days is what he's saying. You're uh
1: State of Virginia, you're 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 you're, you're going down that that rabbit hole. Elliot
0: Harding, hello, welcome to the broadcast. Most,
1: most people, and, and to Scott's point, most people, you know, you've got to raise your hand up and say, I'm in trouble. Scott has tons of solutions for you. What's the difference between 2008 and 2010? More than likely, you've got a substantial amount of equity in your house. You can borrow it. You've got a tremendous amount of credit card debt, right? They can use their home as, I don't want to use the word as a piggy bank, but they can use their home to, uh, their home to kind of help reduce their credit card. Or if all of that doesn't work, you reach out to us, and we'll go ahead and sell it for you, and you end up with a little bit of cash in your pocket and move on uh, to the next the next stage of your life and, and, and property. But, uh, you know, look, I, I, I was asked by Yvonne, actually, yesterday, how long do you think that this, this inventory level is going to stay as low as it is? And, man, I was thinking a couple of years, but, I mean, I think you and I had this conversation. You said three years. I said ten. I think we're somewhere in the middle. Do you think, think
0: the inventory levels are going to stay this meager for a decade?
1: I think so, yeah.
0: A decade?
1: I think so, Yeah. They, they, oh wait, it's going to be close, somewhere between 5 and 10. I how long, how com-
0: deep have we been into this inventory meagerness?
1: But but let me tell you why I think that. It's because of the lack of homes that were built for a decade. We were so behind the eight ball on that. We went from 2 million, yeah, now we're just finally up to 1.6, 1.8 new units, somewhere along those lines being built. But there's 5 to 6 million units short, and we're just not – we're not – producing them enough. New construction isn't going to take us all out of this, but it's a stimulus. a piece m- of
2: the
0: puzzle.
1: It's a piece of the puzzle. Thank you very much. You and th- that piece is gone.
0: You think a decade of inventory uh, he does. meagerness, he, he, Scott? He does. he does. How many years go. are we? Are we he even a year? 10, I say three. You he say was, three? Are yeah. we a year into uh, inventory meagerness, or are we, are we starting inventory meagerness started Jan 1 of this year?
1: I think we've been in the inventory eag- eagerness for
0: quite some time. but that's you, When made. do you think this started? Scotty Moe. We've, been, we've been, talking been talking about how long? we been it in
2: 2019.
0: Okay, so you think it, we, 219 yeah. is the start? Yeah. And so I think
1: Scott's saying from today
2: forward. I'm saying from today forward. Okay. We said three years from 2019. Okay. We are, so 2019, so quantify we're quantify.
0: four in is what Scotty Moe is saying. And you're saying another three, Scott. Yeah. So he's saying we're seven. So I, we're, not, we're not that far off.
2: I, well, and the other part of the, the equation is this we may never catch up to where we need to be. Right, yeah. um, and especially when it comes to without, uh, there'll be shift in demographics. You're going to have people. I don't like how you know, but the, here's the thing: the people who can afford to move out of California to Texas, and 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 the what's the do with the here not there? The oh yeah, Chris Fairchild, right. Fairchild's yeah. post, which is, is language that originated from the California to Texas. The people who can move from New York to Florida and affordably. Do that. Those aren't the people who are who are being punished by the inventory. No, problem. They're, they're people who can't afford to do it in yeah. the, these local areas because right. they're. It's either the nimby's not in my backyard. The the municipality can't support the growth based on current demographics uh, for their schools and you, you know, know infrastructure. their their infrastructure. Um, the the we already can't support the level of humans that. I mean, you can say that we've you know, we got a slower birth rate and we need a greater amount of immigration I'm like this thing can you this thing can spider web into a million different conversations, but the bottom line is you know why that is do you remember why two
1: thousand and eight two thousand and ten housing implosion it infected everybody it affected the world housing has its its tentacles. Into everything, your spider web into everything. It's not just it's just not widgets, right? It's they're all The inter- labor
2: force. There's a million all different whys on how this happened, but ultimately we're never going to be able to build our way out of it, and Agreed. we're going to be short. But it's a piece of the for Humans well. for the foreseeable future, because there's too many reasons that we can't just. Wave a magic wand and, and and put buildings in the ground.
1: So there's a l- way smarter. Well,
0: well said, sir. Yeah. There's there's a way. that's a good take. That could be number three right there, J. Dubbs. There's smarter know, people. But,
2: I, but some of the I, I I really do have some angry elf energy. No, I got I to be mindful. Of this. I don't think I don't think it's angry elf. Would you like I think, a hug? I think
0: you're just passionate, man. I'd
1: hug you. I'd hug you all the time. You know that. I think you're just
0: passionate guy you know
1: it, it's it's hard you sit here behind this this microphone, and there's three of us talking, and there's everybody, there's a bunch of folks watching and, and, and listening It's hard not to get passionate right because we believe in what we believe in, so you know my hats off to you you know passion is, is a beautiful is a, is a beautiful thing i I would love to see if somebody's out there that can Google that is watching this. When was the last time in our country's history that we had this type of housing shortage? I'm talking about an inventory shortage.
0: Neil Williamson you got. This. You, you, of anyone I can think of, you would know this. And I think, and, I and mean. he, and he also highlights that he dug into the data. Katrina Carlson and her race against Dave Norris and Bellamy Brown, both watching the program. We're talking HD fifty-four. She won Charlottesville City by seven votes. Yeah, I was just, I was, I was just seven
1: looking.
2: votes. Is she that, won is Charlottesville. It, City. And, uh, is that does that trigger a recount? I mean, that seven is a pretty close. No, number. no, no.
1: Well, that's just that. That's just that portion of
2: the district. Uh, gotcha, That's just gotcha,
0: a portion gotcha, of the gotcha.
2: district. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, so
0: I think the last time was like this was during World here, War II. Not
2: the pot. I'm just curious. Yeah,
0: totally Got it. No hanging chance. No se- hanging se- chance. Seven votes
2: is, you know. Seven, you know. It's seven. Seven
1: votes in the city of Charlottesville, but the district is.
2: Can, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah um, so w- when would be the last time I, we I think fact- it was
1: World War Two. I think that was the last time prior during, prior to and during World War II, and then there was the big building boom, the Levittowns of the world, all that kind of great stuff happened right after the war. And then, but I think the last time, I may be wrong, but I think somebody who's way smarter than me can figure it out. So we have not seen an inventory crunch like this, I think, in many, many, many decades. You're but part of the problem
2: bring, just typically falls back to the fact that we couldn't nationally create the energy to to build homes without every far-right Republican calling it a socialist agenda um, and then everybody on the far left crying about uh, uh, the, who wasn't getting the fair piece of the pie so the money never gets dispersed the right way and it would get tied up for 20 years just trying to just trying to figure it, just trying to execute at this point now.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think we're at this suppressed housing inventory for a substantial long period of time. Maybe not another 10 years from here going forward. I think that we're going to be looking at a 10-year cycle, similar to the 10-year cycle that from 2009 and up into, up into this point. I just really think it's going to take 10 years of increased inventory uh, to get us back on
0: track. And The NASDAQ is, the tech-heavy NASDAQ right now is absolutely reeling with J-PAL on every Cable channel in the world right now.
2: Good. The stocks shouldn't trade at 30x anyways. The
0: <laughs> I have a lot. I, I own a lot of Nvidia. I'm gonna buy you an LPAT.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Nvidia is my
0: top position. Uh, Nvidia, AMD, Apple, Tesla, Microsoft, all down. The Q's down. Meta down. Tech-heavy Nasdaq that is uh, often leveraged and tied to uh, Prime reeling right now. Um, you see the Dow down marginally, and the S&P 500 down marginally. Um, wow, you are literally bringing your family on air here, Keith. Oh, really? My yeah. family's coming. Unbelievable. In. Um, hello, guys. This is uh, live programming, at it's finest <laughs> right there. <laughs> it's minus. We had Everyone a phone call. Favorite.
1: We had yeah. a phone call, and, and now we've got little. Hello, Harry. Up. Little
0: Harry. Harry Tyson. It's good to see you. Ah, uh, little Harry. Good
1: so, those you. who are watching listening, my my family's in from Connecticut. So, but the. I've, I've just found the data that.
0: What <laughs> we wait for that? All uh, right, your, your family's here. Hello. Come here. Come here.
2: Come here.
1: Vienna, come
0: here. All right. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Pop Dad. What's up, Harry? Good to see you.
1: Hey, Harry, how you doing, buddy? You can go sit in that seat over there if you want.
0: Yeah, come on. Go Grab to, a
1: seat. Go sit next to that. You can say hi. So finally, some intelligence on yeah, the There Yeah, go. <laughs> how you doing today, sweetheart? Good. Huh? Good. Say hello to everybody. Say hi, everybody.
2: Hi. Hi. hi.
1: My name is Vienna.
2: Vienna, good morning.
1: And look what your mommy wrote on here. Your yeah, tell everyone here. your name. Tell everybody your name. Say what's your name. Say your name. What's your name? That's okay. You're <laughs> adorable. She's, she's not shy. You're so adorable. Say your name. What's your name? Vienna Tyson.
2: Vienna?
0: She's not
1: real Smith. Usually... Yeah, real Smith. Usually like... <laughs> can't get them. Yeah, to stop talking. Yeah, it's the Tyson in there. All right, give me a kiss. We had pop that. Let's go to work. Give me a kiss.
0: Okay. Oh, Goodbye, That's, so, close. that's Goodbye. so cute. Go ahead. See you later. That's so cute. That's so cute. I
1: got to tell you, anybody out there that doesn't have one of these grandkids, this is like the best thing ever. Uh, I know the kids and the sleeping and all this stuff, but you can go ahead and kiss them. Pop that has to go to work and you hand them, hand them off. Our youngest them.
0: child is seven months old and Harry has not slept in seven months legitimately. Has not slept through the night in seven months. It's pretty uh, tenuous at our casa right now. Um, to say that we want uh, grandchildren right now? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about from the
1: grandparents' perspective. It's, yeah, I get that. It's, uh, it's, a, uh, it's a charm. I, I love it. They've been with us for a week, or I think, or something like that. So it's been a lot of fun. They go ahead. It's great to, it's great to wake up and have little people running, ar- running around the house for about uh-huh. a week.
0: Scotty Moe, my friend, um, other KPIs or storylines that you've been following that you're hearing from industry insiders, you're hearing from customers or clients, other options that we should be following closely? Um, are
2: we talking market-related?
0: Anywhere you want to go.
2: I would keep an eye on anything that anybody who's got uh, the time to dip into kind of what's going on um, with the M2 money fund, uh, like where where those where those dollars are. That's something that uh, is probably worth your exploring to give you an idea about uh, how inflation happened and, and where we truly are with it. Um, what's happening in regards to CPI? How that's affecting markets. Uh, that, that's what the Fed is looking at, but I think unemployment and the, the true slowing of the, the service economy, the softening um, of that side of the economy, is really where, uh, that's where the, the proof is at the moment. That's, I think that's what we're really, the effect that we're seeing uh, that hasn't been recognized but, yet. But are you really seeing
1: that softening? We just had the conversation about a crane, Right and crane and waiting
2: for 3 weeks. No, that's a necessity. He's got talking it. about okay, I I've got a building that doesn't have air conditioning in it. That has to be replaced. That's not like, you know what? It wasn't cold enough, so we're bringing in a crane to, to do that. I that's the people so who that's are. So that's how out you there, delineate the difference between yeah, the yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. I it. think I that because I I really think that uh, you know, that company's not 3 weeks out on that. I think that's typically you're well, there's normal, just not enough people normal, wanting to
1: become crane operators, That's right? your
2: normal turn time. Oh, well, I, I, actually have, well qualified. I actually think he's right. That goes right. back into, yeah. uh, three weeks on a on a crane, on an AC on your roof, sounds like a normal turn time. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, it's not and like it's he's like, hey, parts. I called them and uh, they said they'd get back to me in two weeks to schedule in a month and a half from now. Yeah, there's a lot of pieces that go into that. Yeah, the permitting, um, the crane, the, the HVAC. Your crane operator program, I know crane operators who make well into the six figures and i mean
1: i I was just going to have this i had this same exact conversation with a doctor not my relatives with a doctor because he was we were just having this conversation that a crane operator was actually making more money than him
2: and work at will and what i mean by that is this they, they contract they contract work uh to where they go to miami and they're on a they're on a job, you get that on those big jobs. They drive uh, that they yeah. where they're there for like, you know, six weeks and then from there they move they're they're from California. they they you know, or they can get on with a company and do it regularly for a little less money and a little more regular lifestyle. But these people make well two hundred K plus oh. Dude, I got a buddy who's a tugboat captain in Virginia Beach. Man, I should have been a tugboat the captain. The tugboat captain is
0: clearing three hundred K.
2: Yeah, get uh, do some tugboat fishing captain. on the side. Dude, dude
0: works three days a week. That's clearing three. He does 000. he does yeah. three tens a week, and yeah. then and that's for his um, employer. Yeah. And then he does uh, three tens a week. Yeah, I guess. Okay. It. And then he does side hustle where he's working for other operators yeah. at whatever rate he charges. I would not be surprised if my tugboat captain in Virginia Beach working forty to fifty hours a week on a tugboat is north of six hundred k. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, doing a tugboat,
1: but that he's never home
0: though. Ah, uh, he's pretty home, dude.
1: Oh, this right. so he's he's doing around the bay. He's yeah. pushing. He's pushing for the days. He does not,
0: three tens, and then if he wants to, does yeah. the gravy extra shifts at whatever rate he charges. This dude's always at his kids' games.
1: Yeah, we're trying to get a tugboat license though.
0: Oh no,
2: tugboat well, that's license. That's what I'm to, saying. This, that's the point. These are these are your specialty labor yeah. trades that mm-hmm. are. We were told for decades, don't go do that. You've you know, go to college. Get, go to college. It stigmatized. Get, get a degree in something that you'll pay six figures to to obtain to make $80,000 a year uh, in earnings that you'll never repay the student debt on. And here we are. There
0: you go. Well said, Scotty Mo. That was legit right there. And
2: he went to
0: – I went to uh, uh, school with this guy, private school growing up.
1: In Williamsburg.
0: Yep. Went to co- this guy went to college, yeah. And as he was coming out of college, exactly what he said, we all were like, you Going to tugboat school, dude? What are you talking about? There was it was stigmatized and it was shade.
1: And who's laughing now? This
0: dude is living the dream. Oh, yeah. He goes to all the sporting events for his kids, is there every weekend, mm-hmm. does not work on the weekends, can choose to work three 10 hour shifts a week. That's it. Wife doesn't
2: work, they got a second home, a beach home in the Outer Banks, legit. I got friends. Who, I got friends who open plumbing businesses. Same same type of thing, and uh, you know they got a fleet of trucks. Every you know do exceptionally well for themselves, um, and 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 weren't and aren't even fantastic. Businessmen, but we're are we are smart enough, you know, to, to understand to answer the phone. To yeah, exactly. Yeah. To show well, uh, to oh, 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 show right.
0: up, right? Just to show
1: up. They're smart enough to hire the right people. I don't.
2: I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, I don't. I don't mean I, that. I don't. I, know I don't, these, don't, I know don't mean folks. that in a negative way. Oh, yeah. I mean that. Not. I mean that in. Uh, you know, you, you try to get in touch. When we talk about construction, there are some fantastic carpenters, um, who could never who from a business standpoint don't answer the phone uh that you know they don't they don't build the business aspect very well but there's also people who put people in place to protect them from that so that they can work and then build a business
1: i taught Uh, a class at pvcc for several years it was a certificate a certificate class it was about that it was the name was take it from a truck to a business was what i titled it and it's amazing so you talk to these folks that come in that are carpenters, plumbers, electrician, and they want to create a business, and we were actually doing the part where what you get your full labor rate, right? So if you pay Jerry 50 bucks, how much does it really cost you, and so forth and so on, you know, on that end of it. So anyway, we're having this whole conversation. So I usually ask in the class, so, okay, what's your first two hires? And immediately the answer is, I need another electrician, I need another plumber, right? I need another this. No. It's a really good CPA and it's a really good attorney, right? That's the two things that that you guys uh, need. And it would blow their heads because their thinking was, is, well, I need more electricians. I need more pl- plumbers. No, what you need is a really good business plan, a really good CPA. You know, how is your corporate structure set up? How are you going to do this? How are you set up to exit this thing out? And all these different, different things. Um, but... Um, you know, that, that, that was amazing. There was another story about as I had a guy in the class, and you can tell he didn't fit in. And he was um, a commercial roofer out of Richmond. And he wasn't making any money. Anyway, there's a long story behind that, but uh, it turned out that I helped him and, and moved on. But that's exactly what, what these folks are doing. But
0: here's the problem. How do you get people in the trades when you don't have teachers to teach at the trade schools? k doesn't have teachers. K Tech is legitimately saying to us, we don't have teachers to teach these kids. K Tech, J Sergeant Reynolds, um. or just go work for them as an intern and just like knock on the door and be like, dude, do you need some help? And intern, you know, I don't know, but that, that's a clear problem, right? We, it's the same. Because everybody's th- been told. Everybody wants to be a social media influencer.
1: Everybody's been told this phone I hold in my hand is the solution to your problems. I,
0: I and I say this to be straightforward, and it's no easy task. There's one. Influencer in a 300,000-person market that has turned this into a career. true. Sure. Legitimately. Yeah, sure. Everyone else is doing it as a side hustle or says they are.
1: And that math doesn't work well. One right? in
0: 300,000. Yeah, sure. What are the odds of that? What's the odds of someone making it to the NBA? I would bet you it's more than one in 300,000. I'm sure it is. Someone should look that up. What do you think it is? I don't know. The odds can you, odds of someone getting to the NBA. See if you can find that, J Dubs. I bet you it's minuscule. What is one in 300,000? What is that percentage? I mean, we got, he's the math genius. The, I, I mean, it's very, very low. Yeah. That's legitimately a fact, right there. Um, also, but,
1: but, but, yeah. if you went to welding school, Plumbing school and all that stuff to make a decent living is
0: not those odds. No, no, and that's his point. It's not those odds. But the issue we have is the housing issue. If we don't have enough houses, how do we get people in the houses? If we don't have teachers for the K Tech school, how do we get
2: people in the trades? How do we, yeah, where do the carpenters come from? So this
1: rolls all the way around to this cerebral conversation I was having with Yvonne yesterday because she's getting into the business, right? She's passing her her license, her real estate license, and she's getting into the business. And her question to me was, well, Dad, what the hell are we going to sell? Right? That's a legitimate question. How are we going to help people if there's no, there's no inventory? And, and this is why, and I'm not as smart as the, everybody in this room by any stretch of the imagination. Matter of fact, I'm pretty sure Vienna's multiple times smarter than I am. Um, but that's why I'm thinking this problem is not going away anytime soon. I think we're in a long-term, you know, five or ten years before it happens. It's also why... You need a trusted advisor. We've got one sitting to my right right here. We've got you sitting across from, from, from me to help you make these decisions and navigate it because it's super complicated. It is not as easy as it used to be. You know, 35 years ago, even though we didn't have all this technology, we had a book that you had to actually pick up from car once a week to figure out what the hell was on the market um, for sale. But at the moment, you know, you need to have all this stuff to navigate it. I mean, what out of all your transactions you, you do? There's always roadblocks, right?
2: Yeah, there's the, um, there's always something. So I was having a, a conversation with somebody about
1: uh, how you deal with two or three K
2: loans and uh, and on, on a corporate side of like, look how. Let's make this a more fluid process uh, through underwriting. Here's what we should be doing, and we're going to implement some of those changes at a corporate level. But uh, also, I had a conversation with uh, some borrowers who are moving to Pennsylvania, and they're like, "Should we? What should we be looking at?" And I was like, "You know, new construction. You got a timeline. Your kids need to be in school. If the house isn't already done, take it off your list because." The last thing you want to get is into a situation where the builder doesn't have a CO and they're supposed to do something, and the county just hired a new guy. And you gotta like, look, like make streamline your process by removing the possibilities of problems because there's always going to be something in whatever the situation is. So how do we how do we take out the po- How do we lessen the lessen risk? What do we do to make things operate more smoothly? We've removed the possibility of problems because ideally everything's always going to work the best way. What do I tell realtors when I start working with them? Everybody who does my job is the best who's ever done it until there's a problem. And that's that goes into every single transaction. That goes into every, you know, everything is a little different. Each real estate transaction is its own little fingerprint because the borrowers may have different ways that they... Uh, Receive their income. Uh, the house may have a, a different problem than the one right next to it. Everything is everything is unique, and it's how do we lessen the risk in order to make the most success? So I want to I want to add to
1: that and ask a question. One hundred percent right, right? And, and how how do we work our way through this? is through communication, right? We learned before the show twenty one percent of people actually open up emails, <laughs> right? Ninety-eight percent of the people actually open up text and ninety-five percent of that ninety-eight percent actually respond to it in three minutes. So how you communicate and how you, you do that. I do want to talk because I was asked this question, maybe you can help me out. Um and it's maybe somewhat rhetorical. <clears throat> so we could talk about it now because it's closed. The project and the, the home that we did for the kids in in um Richmond. There was a $70,000 delta between appraisal number one and appraisal number two, which is ultimate went. In. so it went from there was a $70,000 delta. In Houston, my client, was asking me, how the hell did it get that way? How did that happen? Can you share any thoughts on that? Because I hear this all the time because we have to constantly redo this and so, change it.
0: And before we do, you, one, of your, uh, one of your associates who's come on this program, DJ. Moberly is watching. Uh, we should give his company some
2: props, DJ Moberly. Uh, inspired home building in yep. the uh, uh, Culpeper, uh, Spotsy Rappahannock area. Fantastic uh, custom homes. Uh, we, it's a it's, it is a hybrid custom model, I believe is the language that they like yeah. to use. And they they take a look at what they have online, get in touch with them uh, if if. You have land already and you have a plan. These are your people. Um, and, And just not only amazing humans, but they put together a fantastic project. Do you know how
1: many phone calls I get? Can I buy a piece of land and find a builder? to go ahead and build on it, that's a hard thing to come across, particularly in this marketplace. And that's a genius, genius move to go ahead and do that hybrid. When they came on the show, they just rocked my world. Awesome,
0: awesome people. Angela? Angela. Mm -hmm. Yeah, DJ has this comment on what you've been saying. It's a good comment. The trades experience requirements where someone has to get years of work in the field signed off by someone else who does not want to train their competition is a real problem.
2: Always, um, because you know what. What explain is, what he means by that? So all right, so I run a framing crew. Um, I have uh, I have a select group of builders that I work with, and I rotate jobs all around. Um, and I t- so uh, I work uh, I work for DJ uh, by contract, meaning he's going to put thirty homes in the ground. I'm going to go from project to project, framing these houses up. I've got. To not only do the work myself, but then I've got to have a crew of people that come along with me. I'm going to have a cut man. I'm going to have somebody who lays out. I'm going to show. I have a process that makes my business expedient and successful. And I'm going to train other people to do this. Well, I'm going to train these people at uh, a low end labor rate because they may not know what they're doing. And as they progress, I'm going to have guys that stick with me. But at the same time, I'm also going to. be bringing people. in ambitious young men who want to go out and do this for themselves. So I'm going to be training someone who's then potentially going to if Steel I don't business. pay him enough, if I don't, if there's ego, if there's ego to begin with with him, and mm-hmm. that's that's fine, that's what you get with the right level of ambition. These people are going to want to go out on their own and compete against me. So it's very difficult to train highly skilled labor personnel who likely are going to leave you and then become your competition. It's difficulty. That's that's a difficult part of the process on its face. How do you retain good? But th- that happens in this business, in what percent. I do. That's, about that's why I tell a realtor who's trying to grow a team, if you're going to get a TC, you may make TC? sure they – uh, TC? A transaction a coordinator. coordinator. Make sure that they don't want to be licensed. Make sure they want that role because yeah. if there's somebody who has this dream, then you all of a sudden, once they've become licensed, they don't do good work for you because there's resentment there because – they're busy doing all of your work that's why they can't grow their business themselves and this is I mean it happens over and over and, and what's over. the
0: collateral damage of this this is a timeless sizzle reel keep it going here what's the collateral damage of this
2: the collateral damage is if everybody thinks that they they're the they do a, the perfect job at hiring I know people well you think you do so you either need to be able to figure out quickly and fail fast and fire them immediately or you need to be able to put things in place to where you're able to give them a path for growth no matter what the business is to where the resentment doesn't exist and then they are growing inside if your dream isn't big enough for them to fit those shoes they are going to walk away from you
1: So let's break this down to our normal transactions home inspectors now have to shadow with another home inspector to get their license for about six months So that is clearly, they are training their competition. That's the reason why the home inspector pool is not growing on it. So if Jerry wants to be a home inspector- Mike
0: Abrams is a perfect example. Mike Abrams, you're watching the show. He used to own Moe's Barbecue with his wife, Ashley. Someone tagged Mike Abrams on this. We helped broker the sale of Moe's Barbecue. Mike and Ashley, Ashley is working in real estate as a realtor. Mike is getting into the home inspection business. The logo, brand identity, we designed. Wasn't it Ironwood Home Inspection? Is that what it was? Judah, mm-hmm. Ironwood Home Inspection. He legitimately had to shadow his competition. His competition had to train him. That's exactly right. For him to get in the game, and now he's competing with the people that trained him.
1: And that's only a change of a couple of years ago at the state level.
0: That's crazy. Right? talk. Of, talk That's bananas of, to me. Talk, at talk the same about.
2: time, why should that make everybody so nervous? If you are a good relationship person and a good professional at what you do, you teaching somebody else how to do it who may not be able... How many realtors do I talk to who've had a license for a year, two years, and they've never closed a transaction? There's just somebody with a license. They're not, they're not your competition. Yep,
1: yeah, but we're between 30 to 40% down in sales. And eventually, there's going to be relationship pressures on that because I, I want to open up what Jerry does here every day. And the state says, oh, by the way, you need to shadow with Jerry for six months oh, and here's a how to example learn this. how to do that. I, got
2: I can hand you, you know, why, you know why coaching I, I, to me is just is, is kind of a like, I, I, there's a lot to be gained from any kind of professional coaching. I think that everybody should have a mentor. Oh, yeah. In order to grow, you've got to, to go out and see this stuff. But, you know, you can sit there and there's people who pay. Thousands of dollars a month for advice that they don't even take. Like, you can sit there and receive, you can download all this stuff onto somebody, and if they don't go out there and do it, then what does it matter? Mm -hmm. These people aren't your competition. They're just people with licenses. So, Yona, one of the things Yona and I
1: are really, really good at is coaching and mentoring. And we coach and mentor a lot of people, and you're a thousand percent right. Talk about coaching, how frustrating you get.
0: Actually, Jerry gets frustrated for for how no. no, no. five hundred and four or five shows. Dude, it's been a dream working with you. This is the thing that frustrates me the most, okay? So many things that, I not know. with you. This is not literally nothing. No,
1: sometimes it takes me a while to listen to you. The fairness. Here's fair a is perfect fair. example.
0: You know how many times people have come to Judah and I? Yeah. Le- legitimately you know, and I love the guy, yeah. Coy Barefoot did this with Judah and I. Yeah. Came in off the street. Unannounced. Walked in the door. Judy, you remember this? Walked in the door. Literally, is like, what specs you got here? What kind of cameras are you using? What's the software here? What's the plugs and the cords you're using? What's the infrastructure? What's the computer? How does this connect to this? Look, Notepad, he's first talking with J-Dubs. I'm coming in after. I'm not there for the initial meeting. He's offering a little insight. <laughs> I walk in, I'm like... But was it
1: even a meeting?
0: It wasn't even a meeting, dude. It was an unannounced yeah. visit off the street in the middle of the day. Yeah. And I literally come in, and I'm like, stop. You need Enough. You need to leave. You need to go. Yeah. Okay? Because it's taken me years to accumulate this. And then I've the- failed so many effing times sure. to get to this point. Yeah. And if anyone thinks that, that oh, just give us that advice for free, yeah. or just give it to us.
1: We're, we're, but we're talking two different things. And I,
0: this kind of burns me up right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, I, Steve I can, I, I can. texted me the other day. Steve's coming on the show on Thursday. Steve Harvey, right? He goes, I'm going to open up first free coffee shop in Holly Mead Town Center. The first cup of coffee. The concept is pretty good. He's literally made his politics announcement for his delegate run. He has two signs behind his back. First sign is, I'm running for delegate. Second sign, here's my new business. There you go. I'm gonna depict my new business while I'm running for politics, because that's a great idea. Launching a startup when you're running for House of Delegates, that's a topic for another day. Then he says, Oh, I'm gonna launch a video podcasting studio in the coffee shop. Launching a video podcasting studio in a coffee shop that's loud, that's a good idea. That's a topic for another day. Then he comes to me and goes, Oh, by the way, I'm doing this video podcasting network. He's going to be here on Thursday, and I can assure you on Thursday he's going to have a notepad trying to get details of what we're doing here. Okay? And that's the kind of stuff that if you want, very few things irritate me, but that's the kind of stuff that irritates me.
1: Well, it's just disrespectful. You should yeah. walk in and say, hey, look, this is what I want to do. What do you think? And then the decision is yours if you wish to help him or not to right. help him. But it was, you know, you should, you should always ask. Look, it's, it's a little bit of an entitlement. The thing that goes on in this world but back to the home inspector and back to the different stuff it it's look it it's part of the business you know yona and I coach and mentor a lot of people all the time back to your comment um, it is frustrating right this isn't look guys my son-in-law sitting over there not. damn well knows I'm not an educated man it's difficult for me to. no 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 but it's true but it's true i i i I don't
0: you got a phd in street smarts that would dominate anyone's phd in academics
1: and thank you for saying that it's true but my point i'm trying trying to get at is that this isn't what i'm coaching and mentoring folks it's not difficult this is not difficult if i can do it anybody can do it right you just got to want to do it but you're 100% right. You go to these conventions. You go to these things. We were in Virginia Beach for two days. Took some great notes. And I'm part of the problem. Took some great notes. I'm going to implement one, two, three, and four. If I get to just one, that's a win, right?
2: Everybody's part. Unless, unless the, the lack of implementation, the lack yeah. of the is, is what holds most people back from well, success. Well, actually, that's
1: not true. Well, you know what holds people back mostly from success. For
2: me, it's it's being no no most people handicap.
1: most people fear. Well, okay. Fear, yeah. fear, fear of the unknown, fear of taking the risk, fear of doing it. It
2: cripples. It
0: cripples people.
1: I, I lost seventeen million. Well, you know, I lost seventeen million dollars, and I ran for elected office in two thousand nine in the middle of that, which tells you how smart I am, <laughs> right? In the middle of losing everything we had, I because I. We're jarheads. You're fearless. We, we don't... We talked about this yesterday. No, I, I just don't think we're... We just, we just go forward. One of
0: Michael Jordan's... Oh, yeah. ...biggest um, talents, it's, yes, the hard work. It's, yes, the God-given ability. But it's his willingness to take fail. the last shot because he doesn't give an F if he fails. Yep. I don't Wait. give an F if I fail. Well, he doesn't it. give an F if he fails. I bet you don't give an F if you fail. No, no. I, I want to fail fast, and I want to learn quick from oh, that, it. That, I don't want that, that fail it, to be forever. No,
1: of all the things that have ever been said on this show, there was never any truer statement than that. Yeah. If you're going to fail, do it fast.
2: I'd
0: rather fail fast than have something mediocre last forever.
2: Yeah, and people get tied to the to the to their, their idea of... Greatness and their ideas are so. I'm so smart. well If you're so smart, then how come your idea isn't working? Your startup is 10 years old now, bro. Let's let's move on. Hey, that (laughs) rap career, got my guy, my guy. Like, come on. Quick question for you too.
0: I love Scott.
1: What's different now than was five years ago? Your five years ago self. Does it
0: see you? Uh, My seven month old hasn't slept in seven. No, I know what you're going. What Scott? Why don't you hit this one first?
2: Yeah. Was
1: so it? so five years ago, is this where you thought you were going to be?
2: Yes.
1: Really? Exact same spot?
2: Mm. More or less. More or less. I mean and, – and, and, and put the whole – Where the whole, you would the, be in perspective. Um, what that means. No, no
1: ups and downs.
2: Um. Ups and downs are part of it. So the market's more challenging than I expected, but uh, I've got my own shop. I've got uh, people that I'm helping grow. Uh, Recovered from a pretty – yeah, Personal I, thing. Almost fucking died. Uh, you know that that's was, the point I'm trying to make. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. So last year was weird, um, uh, but at the same time, yeah, I think overall, yes. Am I got to get up
1: every morning and inject my Where,
2: stomach, where I where right? I saw when I saw this business, when I saw what I wanted to build, um, am I there? Am I where I want to be? No, but am I? You know, it, if. You know, is my five-year plan on track? Eh, we're doing pretty good.
0: I think you're doing great, man.
1: I guarantee
2: you're doing you're great. Doing, he was number
0: right. two in production um, nationwide, volume right. and units for the company. Units in Ross Mortgage, Nation the company nationwide. Nation this dude right here, Ross Mortgage, and Scotty Mo. Okay.
1: How about, how about you?
0: Um, I say this all the time. I feel zero guilt for being successful. Yeah. I don't have an iota of guilt for being successful and people like to throw shade at folks that have been successful. I've been in business for myself for 15 years. We've taken one, I've taken one vacation in 15 years. Our honeymoon and came back knocked up.
1: So let me with number
0: one, okay, legitimately got the f bomb and <laughs> that's a source in Maui. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. came back go. knocked up from yeah. Maui on our honeymoon, and that opened up another Pandora's box. Any parent watching this program knows what I mean. I feel no guilt for being successful because the opportunity cost of this success has been greater than anyone could potentially realize. And on top of that, Scotty and you could speak to this the level of risk that I took in the first 15 years of being self-employed would literally lead a lot of people to probably suicidal thoughts, where you're talking two or three decisions early in this 15-year career could literally, if they didn't go the right way, could crush everything.
1: I never worked for anybody but myself since I got out of the Marine Corps in 1986. Let me try to question a different way. Is your definition of success different now than it was five years yeah, ago?
0: Yeah, my definition of success now is being able to, and I did it today, take, and, and I think Dean is watching the program right now. I took my kid there you to go. squash camp this morning, was able with my schedule to do there it, you go. got there 20 minutes before the camp started, was able to hit some balls with him, Watch my kid who's full of moxie and chutzpah and confidence and can talk to anyone, go up to a 14-year-old girl tapper on the shoulder he's five and said hey my name is trey i like to play squash will you hit balls with me
1: and can, and I, that have, can I have your phone number <laughs> dude
0: that literally right there watching him go do that made my heart melt there you go like i literally watched my five-year-old go to a 13 year old tap her on the shoulder and say can we do this and i was like jesus christ dude this kid is amazing it legitimately and it's making me get emotional right now okay like watching my kid do that is more than any deal that I ever closed right now.
1: Never, never about the money. It's always about that. Yeah,
2: there's How a about you? fantastic video um, of this 11 uh, ish year old kid um, uh, at uh, the U.S. Open this past week uh, with this dude, uh, Madola Golf. Uh, who's who's? He's got a great uh, Instagram, uh, and he's like, uh, he's like, uh, you smack it. Uh, he's, he's this uh, Latin guy. He's got an accent, and the kid sees him. He's like, oh my god, oh my god. Uh, I was hoping I'd run into you. And uh, there's this just very genuine, very mature back and forth from this kid. And it's the kind of thing when you see, you really relate to. You yeah, that's what your kids develop. Exactly.
0: exactly.
1: Definition. Love you, Scott Morris. Now versus- Five years ago, the same different
2: uh, definitions of success? Yeah, what do you um, define as,
1: as success now? I think that's e- that should be ahead.
2: ever evolving for everyone. Um, what you want today, if you want the same things five years from now that you wanted today, um, you probably need to relook at your plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, hey. Uh, <clears throat> The level of success Scott uh, sought when uh, he was swinging hammers for Keith is a little bit different than the yeah. level of success that he has now. Is like, there any level? Can of I success? get drunk during lunch? Was way up on the totem pole then? Yeah, Did that's I have, called priorities. For, for me, all right, all for right. me
0: at the same time, it was like the level of success for me was like, do I got the thirty bucks to go to happy hour and close the bar down? Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. That's that well, was the success the for me. Then. A so, yeah. I thank, was like, can I go family. talk to her at the bar? I need this to be able to make it to last call. So, thank you for That's change.
1: Thank you for letting me do this with you guys because as the senior statesman well, here, we love you, the Elden elder, elder elder here.
0: You know that. I sincerely do. And I, I love you both very
1: much, so. Um, it's amazing how it changes over as your life goes. For sure. To sit here on a live show
0: and you just saw your boys get emotional here. I, I very much. So. And I, by my boys, I mean me and yeah, Scott, yeah, 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 forty-plus-year-old yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: dudes. Well, I, I'm yeah, twenty yeah, years old, yeah. So there you go. Still your boys, right? <laughs> yeah, still the boys. <laughs> to sit here and have my two-and-a-half-year-old granddaughter live sit on my lap—that's a definition of success, right? Pretty much isn't going to get much better than that, uh, you know. But uh, you know, thank you for allowing me to do that because I. I've often wanted to do that, and I just 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 popped into my head. So, what is our definition of success? And anybody who's watching or listening, you know, take a look at what your definition of success is, and kind of kind of relook at it and see how life is pushing you in in, in a different different direction. But don't let don't let don't let the fear of success, whatever that looks like to you, stop you from moving
2: forward. Or don't let the fear of failure on the back there. Path you go. there. Be your decider. Um, like I can't do this because if you play, the, you can play the what if game until until all of a sudden the time that you had to accomplish whatever the task was has come and gone.
0: We
1: we were talking about, about the show
2: been fantastic.
1: Dave Norris, yeah. Bellamy Brown, both watching, right? Talk about talk about people that did not have fail, uh, fear of failure. Yeah, they also didn't have fear of success. Because that's the other thing people fear. People actually fear, holy shit, I'm going to be successful. What does that actually mean? Totally. Right on that? So there's two sides of, of that. But we just talked about two, two guys, two people. One is a brother from another mother, fellow Marine. The other one, I love him to death, uh, uh, Dave Norris. They were not afraid to put their hat in a ring, a ring or stand in that ring and take their slings and arrows. Um, I, I know them well enough to know that even to even have to say this. But I guarantee I'm going to see both of them at the city council meetings, county meetings. They're going to be engaged. Their voices are going to be heard, and they're going to be influential in, in, in decisions making forward. They're
0: just not going to be sitting at the dais. That's, that's how that's going to go. Well said. The show is dyno, dynamite, dynamic. Yeah. Um, guys, just take a, a moment and, and see what you just saw there from Scott Morris with the genuine emotion. That's the kind of guy And you from want, you. That's, and thank you. That's the kind of guy you want. Um, going to bat for you in a market that's difficult and challenging. Keith's the same way. You're looking at two dudes right there that would do anything for people. Um, and I just I've, didn't
1: want to cry so the three of us were crying. I yeah. literally
0: mean it sincerely. I've seen it firsthand with Scott and Keith, Okay, it's firsthand. Judah Coward deserves props. Vienna, um, absolutely adorable, made the show um, adorable. She gets some props. Your family's beautiful. Thank Harry's you. in the house. Love Thank this you. guy. Uh, this is Real Talk with Keith Smith. It's archived at realtalkwithkeefsmith.com. Check out the partners tab, and it's the supply chain of people you can trust. Um, here comes Harry and Vienna. If you want to get them on a one shot over there. Come um, <laughs> well, on
2: over here. I see the
0: dog. Oh, Vienna. She wants to the see the doggy. She wants to see Liza right there, the I Love Sivo okay. mascot. We have, to, uh,
1: we have to get her to say dog. 'Cause she, she's like so long island, she goes dog. I, like <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it.
0: I can relate. That's the program, maybe my favorite one we have ever done. Um, the I Love Sievel show is up in approximately fifty minutes. Thank you kindly for joining us. Take care everyone. That was awesome, fellas. All right. Like you got it. lunch. Yeah.
2: I know, it's like I know you're yeah. I'm trying